This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hello, welcome back to another episode of All Bases Covered, the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. Hello. Hello, how are you? Not too bad, how are you? I'm fine, I've had a very good day. You have, day off, enjoyed the sunshine. Wait, you didn't have a day off, you started early. Mm. Guys, you guys working nine to five, eight to four, eight to six, whatever. What a life. It's amazing. <laughs> you yeah. forgot what it was like to not work night shifts. I feel absolutely rejuvenated. All the things you can do, eight till four, I know it's like kind of a short shift, but like I could exercise before and in my lunch break and after work. Ew, before. Yeah. That's wild. The person who hasn't woken up. So working till 10 every day has absolutely ruined me because then I can't wind down until like at least 11 and then I don't get to sleep till like 11.30 or 12. I was always yeah. a morning person. I could wake up anywhere between like 5.45 to like 6.30, whatever, every day. That's fine. Deep depths of winter and me not starting till 2 p.m. in like April, <laughs> I was sleeping in until like 10, 10.30 and I didn't even recognize myself and staying up till like 12.30, 1 o'clock. Like it was fucked. But with these light mornings, I was up at 7.15, out of the door by 7.20 on a run. It was great. And then you can just like be sweaty and freshly showered and start work because you're at home. It's just the best. I just had the best day. (laughs) That's a good point. I've not quite come full circle yet. I'm at the point where I'm still going to bed at 11.30 at night. But I'm waking up earlier, so what's oh, happening for me is that I'm getting less sleep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe you should sleep on your lunch break. I did that once. It was very good. I did it on Friday and I felt, A, extremely cheeky, B, like an absolute slob, and C, like Friday afternoon couldn't have gone faster because I needed it too, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like that habit that you don't want to get into. Like I was talking to one of the girls at work the other day. She was like, oh, because she had to change a meeting time. She was like, now you can put morning wars on whilst we're um, whilst we're in, not in that meeting because it's still in your calendar. And I laughed and I was like, I don't trust myself to even start watching TV whilst I'm working because I'll never work again. <laughs> yeah, I have days where I can compute background noise and days where I cannot compute background noise. Oh, yeah, I never can. Um, you also cooked 85 meals today, I noticed. Yeah, I did. I mean, not 85 meals, but I cooked a lot of meals in a one 45-minute period, which was like very chaotic. Oh, wow. Or an hour. I did it in an hour, just over actually. I made Very impressive. Uh, a lentil sweet potato curry, brown Yum. rice, and I made homemade naughty. Naughty. Naughty, my favourite. None. And then... <laughs> I combined Nan and Roddy. <laughs> and then while the um, the Nan was proving, then I had to cook the custard for the ice cream and then that was churning and then I made the curry while that was churning and it was just like, oh, my God, I've used every single kitchen utensil and I don't want to wash any of them up. I'm so overwhelmed. You made non-gluten-free knotty, didn't you? Yeah, and it was very good knotty. Yum. Oh, I saw you make it and I took one look at it and I was like, there's absolutely no way that that's gluten-free because yeah, I tried to make gluten-free naan the other day and Adrian said it tasted okay, but oh, it was not okay. bad for gluten-free naan. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there's been a lot of talk about uh, naan bread and let's get Sorry. into... No, it's fine. I, I love it. Uh, 
Yes. Can I start with a corrections corner, which is that I realized really seeing all of seeing all of the off menu stories today with everyone's fabulous suggestions of what they would eat at a restaurant. And look, I have to say, I really enjoyed everyone's recommendations there. Uh, that my bread or puffadum choice would always be roti, please, with a side of peanut satay. And I don't know how I didn't remember that at the time. So I just would like to call out that that would be my bread of choice. Would you like that over normal bread? Yeah, I just love it. It's so spongy and chewy and oily and soft. Yeah, true. <laughs> I, I love it too, but I, they're just like, they're different. It's like comparing apples and oranges. Yeah, they are different. You're right. I mean, <laughs> I would say I'd pick the one that suits better with the cuisine that I was going for, but neither yeah. of them would suit no. the menus that I... <laughs> yes, last day would both go, but you had like Anglo and Asian going at once with your meal. So you kind of mm. need both. All we can confirm is that you definitely don't need a fucking poppadom. No one, no one wants the poppadom. No one wants <laughs> nothing against poppadoms except I've got a little something against them. But it's just not, it's just not a bread or poppadom option. Like that's so weird. Anyway, I I'm reckon really- I've eaten six poppadoms this week. Just as a by the by, really? I made butter chicken. Yeah, I made butter chicken and I made papadums as a side because I couldn't be bothered making more gluten-free naan. Uh, and they've gone down a real treat. Is it the reason I've had gas this week? Probably. Yeah, all that chippy flour. Okay, now can we please move on? We can move into beauty news. Yep. Uh, that's the tea on that. New Victoria Beckham lipsticks. Ooh, yes. How beautiful do they look? Now, does it say if they are sheer or not? Because just looking at them, they look like the things that we like, a.k.a. the Fenty sheer lipsticks and the Chantecaille sheer lipsticks. But are they actually sheer? I don't know. Look, it says opaque, and I can never remember whether opaque means full colour or sheer colour. <laughs> Isn't that confusing? It means full colour. So Okay, so it says that they're naturally smooth with oils like avocado and coconut and jojoba and they will plump your lips and provide skincare benefits as well as being opaque in colour. And I feel like I almost wish that they just removed that last bit. Absolutely, 100%. I either want them to be opaque in colour and I want them to be dry as fuck and look like they've been painted on my lips pretty much or I want Mm. them to be sheer and hydrating. I definitely don't want creamy and full colour, because then you look like you've got peanut yeah. butter lips. It's yeah. like a cream sheen. Nope. It's such a no from me, but the colours are divine. They're basically just all nudes. Uh, there's like peachy nudes. Yeah. Mm, peachy nudes, then a couple of pinky nudes, and then like deeper peachy nudes. There's one plummy nude colour, like a, a deep plum colour for like a mid to dark skin tone. And then there's a Victoria Beckham red, which is her signature red vibe. Tell me, Frank Body, what's up? Oh, there was just a little bit of mini controversy this week about Frank Body for them being not so frank. Uh, oh, and they, I did see this. Yeah, so they were called out for not publishing any of their reviews below three stars on their website. So someone posted, why don't you post your one or two star reviews on your website? I left two reviews for two separate products, one with four stars and one with two stars. Only the four star review was ever published. Really unprofessional. So Frank's come back and said, thanks for your message. My Frank Fitz received hundreds of reviews on a daily basis. And in order to get through all of them, our system will manually process reviews with three stars and over. And any review under three stars will be processed into a manual system so that they can contact customers directly to help solve any issues. So 
pretty much what they're saying is that they are just never publishing them. They're going into a manual system and I don't think anyone's bothering to look at them. Uh, and there were quite a number of people who said that they uh, they came forward and said that they've actually posted negative reviews and have gone back to look to see whether they ever were published and they never were. So then they had to release a statement being like, sorry, we weren't frank with you and, you know, transparency and honesty is our number one value when it's like <laughs> too late, Frank. Imagine having to write in the frank tone of voice about like, serious matters what a fucking nightmare like An hey babe sorry that we are like breaking consumer law <laughs> our frankfurts are trained in looking good not legal <laughs> exactly right. anyway i just think like uh, nothing makes me feel more ill than a brand saying that honesty and transparency is their number one value when they haven't been honest or transparent it's just a blatant lie yeah that sucks I sort of mildly empathize, <laughs> empathize. I get where they're coming from, from a customer service perspective. If you want, like, did they say three and under a, a review? Yeah. Oh, three is middle they, of the road. I would say I wouldn't be that angry if they said two and under were reviewed. And then obviously, because that's going to be people complaining and then they could contact them in like a customer service way because it might be the fact that like sometimes you know people leave a review and it's like one star and it's like mine arrived empty or mine was delivered two weeks late and you're like well that's Australia posts issue sorry but like that doesn't need to drag down our product reviews so I kind of get it from that perspective but just hire more people you're a big company and review all of the reviews if you want because you could have five star reviews that are saying like fuck this or like have racial slur or anything you need to review anything that gets posted on your website it's very true I also think as well that in the spirit of honesty and transparency if you do get negative reviews and they are related to someone's experience of your product not related to the shipping experience or the packaging experience or whatever it might be that it's important to call that out and say sorry that didn't work for you because you know maybe it wasn't right and I think that that is, that is just what brands need to do as well. Like you can't only publish the glowing reviews. You need to publish the other side of the story too. Absolutely. Anyway. And I'm sure we'll have an option to like if you, pub, if you um, have a bad one posted publicly, you know, like on Facebook reviews and all that kind of stuff, a lot of the time people respond being like, hey, blah, blah, and then put their comment back publicly, yeah. which at least sort of appeases it. Like if, if they even commented like, so sorry that you had a negative experience with this, like, contact us so that we can resolve this or whatever and it was publicly at least people could see the review see the real thing and then see that they're like actioning it so for yeah, sure yeah. I also think like yeah and I think as someone who personally Frank Body Scrub the original doesn't work for me because I get an allergic reaction to it like I kind of think that not that I would necessarily go and rate that a one star because I'm aware enough to understand that that's me not the product um but it would be good to know like for, if anybody else like has said that it would have been good to know kind of thing yeah. so yeah, for anyway. sure i'm sure uh, it's common practice but i do also i just it sits a little bit wrong with me yeah you're right i reckon it probably is really common practice and i feel bad for frank body in that regard because there's probably every other brand including like furniture brands and fucking muesli brands that do the same thing but <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Do you like where my brain went with that? Yeah, furniture and muesli. Yeah. <laughs> um, calling out more brands. It's a very like Estee Laundry week, isn't it? Glossier call out. Mm. 
Did you say this one? No. Well, there's been a lot with Glossier brewing over the past few weeks. Like There has, lot. hasn't there? A yeah. lot of people are very upset with Glossier as a brand in general at the moment. So I think that's why this one maybe has got a little bit of a bigger platform than yeah. not that it's not a relevant issue, but you know how like m- many mountains maketh a molehill. That's <laughs> not the saying. <laughs> They're making a mountain out of a molehill. But not that because, like, it's the it's the sum of all parts. You know, lots of little yeah, things are causing all the birds of camel's back. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> no, that's a good one. That's a good metaphor. Okay, uh, we'll go with that one. Uh, so basically, this week, someone has called out the fact that Glossier's new campaign or the new imagery that they're coming out with is showing pictures of or they're like re- Renaissance artworks that feature Glossier products and. An artist reached out to Glossier or has reached out to maybe Estee Laundry and said, I actually contacted Glossier last year um, because I she posted a picture of maybe the brand with in the Renaissance artwork. Like she's an artist that recreates those looks. Mm-hmm. And Glossier were like, This is really awesome. And she was like, Thanks. Um, whatever. And now Glossier's gone and done it. <laughs> so basically she was like, I have the receipts. They are stealing my, this is my concept and my artwork and mm. they didn't credit me for it. And they've pretty much blatantly gone and stolen it right after I showed them that I've done this. So anyway, and just to clarify, it's a bit of a ramble. Another artist, they would have had to pay another artist to do that, right? Why wouldn't they just go and get the original one? Because you know what? There's a zillion people and it was probably one chick managing the Instagram that told someone else that told someone else that, you know, told someone else. Oh, for sure. It would have been like one of their community managers who is probably doing it for free because it's Glossier and they've probably been told if you see any cool ideas, yeah, if you see any cool ideas, send them to us so that we can look at them. And so someone sent this through and then their design team has gone, let's recreate that. That's cool. That would be what's Mm -hmm. happened. Yeah, I mean, we know from personal experience how easy it is to uh, steal a, an idea and maybe launch it to a larger platform. Do we? Yeah. Are you being sarcastic? No, I'm being spicy. What do you mean? You know, like, you know, like when like our podcast got stolen and got taken to a bigger platform? Oh. <laughs> no. I thought you were referring to the off-menu episode that we just did, and I was like, we credited them. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just like, no, I have receipts. Yeah, we've got the receipts. Uh, anyway. Moving right along. <laughs> uh, back to that, though. Credit where credit is due. We can't always credit everyone because there are many ideas in the world at this point in time, and sometimes you don't know that you're stealing someone's idea. But by God, if you know that you're stealing someone's idea and recreating it, please credit it. And that's the whole culture of art. And you can build on that and still credit that person, even if you're inspired by it. Mm-hmm. And it's important that we lift each other up. There's space for everyone. <laughs> anyway, now I'm ready to move on. Tell me about Cozy. So remember like it was back when we were in your cupboard. So it's been a long time since we spoke about this. But Cody got called out for spending more than they should have on Kylie Cosmetics because they said that they'd bought 50% or 51% of her, no, 49% of her company, leaving her with the majority stake, I believe. Mm -hmm. And 
everyone had said like the company's valued at this and then this New York or Forbes article came out about it and said the numbers aren't really adding up. It seems like Cody spent way more money for this brand than what it's worth based on their sales over the you know first three years or whatever. Yeah. So apparently now Cody's shareholders are pissed um, and they want to sue Cody for overpaying for Kylie Cosmetics because it's an irresponsible use of their money as stakeholders or shareholders. Ooh, okay. Anyway, that's all I wanted to say about that. You know I love the business talk. Let's finish this off with my pick of holiday launches, which I saw last week and then didn't mention. However, you know those beautiful Dior highlighting face palettes, the face glow palettes that um, Elizabeth makeup artist always shoves in a photo purely for aesthetics? The backstage ones? Yes, I think they're called. The four pans? Yes. They are launching, I think, for holiday, or they're launching, or it's news. I've seen it on Trend Mood. And they Mm -hmm. have beautiful colours and for once in their life they have this nice, deep, rich one. It's a highlighting palette and they've got a deep, dark shade. Like So I think it would work on quite deep skin tones. So yay, Reach Dior, and they look delightful and everyone should buy them for their flat lays. I want to see them, but I can't find them anywhere. Oh, I've seen them today. I will send them to you. Wait one moment. Oh, my God. Did you just hear my throat gargle? No, but mine just went at the same time. I did a little mini sick. (laughs) How weird. Oh, I can see them. Oh, yes. Beautiful. Aren't they? That dark one would make such pretty shimmery eyeshadows. I know. And like a bronzer on our skin tone, like a really Mm. blue bronzer topper. Oh. Delicious. <gasps> Advent calendars. <laughs> Hold it in. We'll do an, like a Christmas launch episode. We'll just have to dribble little bits in. Oh my God. Oh, if I'm so just excited. Last week where we were discussing Advent calendars and gift guides and all of that stuff. Seriously, doesn't it? It feels like last week that I was setting up that Christmas photo shoot that was ridiculous with your stupid diptyque candle spinners that kept falling off all the time (laughs) yeah yes and you photoshopping santa hats onto our heads oh (laughs) yes oh what a time to be alive last christmas oh my god last christmas you gave me your heart anyway the very next day you (laughs) took it away for 12 months kylie skin also i forgot to add is launching a hyaluronic acid serum i saw that i I was going to say I'm excited and then I realised I say that about every single hyaluronic acid serum and they all disappoint me so much. So, no, I'm not excited. It will be like all the other cheap hyaluronics and I will continue to be able to sense when a hyaluronic acid costs more than $150 and less than $150. (laughs) It's got four layers apparently. I don't know what a layer of hyaluronic acid is. Four types. Like do you think that they're saying like – molecular weight but they're trying to make it highly customer friendly uh, maybe all i'm imagining is puff pastry <laughs> like phyllo pastry four layers of phyllo hyaluronic acid niacinamide snow algae and tripeptides and it's going to be fragrance free and 28 dollars us mm, so you're good. right about the under 100 dollar claim <laughs> as it bloody should be now of course can we move into yes. discussing our product trial can we start with the one that sucks first? Yes, we can. 
when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I don't even need to ask if I'm orange. <laughs> this week, Lisa and I both got sucked in by Ellis Brooklyn. Here's the thing. I think because Ellis Brooklyn did ISO Gamma Super, I think I yep. thought that I liked Ellis Brooklyn fragrances. Upon we trusted her. Yeah, upon reflection, I don't really like that many of her fragrances, but they're not, like, bad. They're just not fragrances I would wear, but they're still not the kind of fragrance that you'd smell at, like, Chemist Warehouse. You know, they have a an air of, oh, what depth. That? or, mm. you know, luxury about them. They're unique. Yep. So when we saw that she launched a fragrance called Salt, delightful. Yep. I love notes of salt in my fragrances. I love Wood Sage and Sea Salt by Jo Malone. And then one called Sweet, sure. Sweet doesn't typically sound my thing, but the way they described it, it sounded nice. I'm going to get the notes up. We need to, like, tell people the real tea about how they actually smell, not the, not the lists on the interwebs about how they smell. Yeah, okay, so let us read you how they smell on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Which no one should ever trust again until we get smell-o-vision, for the love of God. Okay, I'm, I'm reading Salt. Like a holiday in a bottle, Salt by Ellis Brooklyn is a tropical and salty take on a gourmand fragrance. I don't know what any of these words mean. Anyway, fragrance notes. Ylang Ylang. Violet Leaves Absolute, Tahitian Tierre, Magnolia, Musk, Ambergris, and Sandalwood. We quite like Violet. We quite like Musk. We like Amber. Don't mind Sandalwood. Yep. We thought it might be like uh, smelling like fresh air and like musky and like, you know, a sea breeze. That's what I was I thinking. kind of thought that it would smell like a combination of wood sage and sea salt and a little bit of mm, eccentric molecule. And that might have been expecting a bit much because it does say magnolia, so maybe like a touch of white floral in there. Don't know what I was imagining, but. I was thinking those two plus mm. like a tiny bit of like kai or like a. I was going to say that, yeah. Like a white floral vibe, but it was going to yeah. be my guilty pleasure because sometimes I like a little bit of white floral without it smelling too toilety. Like a bit yeah. of tuberose I'll take, you know. Uh, what sure. it smells like is um, coconut sunscreen mixed with a headache. Oh, you think it smells like coconut sunscreen? I thought it smelled like Elizabeth Arden Red Door. <laughs> <sighs> it just smelled like generic 
generic chemist fragrance to me. A hundred percent. It smelt so cheap and so not original and so not complex and very headachey. Super duper. I can smell a hint of sunscreen in there, but yeah. what I, I mean, you put it on and then threw your jumper in the bin, burnt it on fire and then moved out of your house. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, and the fire's like still just dying down now. Yeah, you know, with hints of Tahitian tiara <laughs> <laughs> and amber green. <laughs> I just don't like it. The top notes of this, when you sniff it out of the bottle, just smell like a. Um, there's no better way to describe it than a cheap perfume from a chemist, like. Or like not even a cheap one, but like a Longcom, like a mass-produced French not, brand. Not Longcom. That's too nice. Honestly, oh, okay, sorry. Longcom is too nice because I imagine that Longcom brings out a couple of nice fragrances a year. It smells literally – no, the other one we're about to talk about smells like a Britney Spears one. This just mm. – oh, it's just almost air freshener vibes. Like, Yeah. It's, it's like Lynx it, Body Spray or like what are the – what were the girl um, ones called? Yep. Yeah. Impulse. Impulse. It literally has those, you know, those notes of a cheap fragrance where it just literally goes straight to your temporal lobe and you yep. just get like shooting blood pain through your head. Yeah, that's exactly how it made me feel. Thank you. But mine gets, I get like eyeball pain from it. So it goes um, to your occipital lobe, but it goes to my temporal. <laughs> yeah. The one saving grace of this perfume will be, I put it on last night again to try and I put it directly on my skin because I'd only sprayed it in the air because I was too terrified to wear it. Um, Yeah, I sprayed it on my skin and I will say that the top notes of death do disappear a little bit and you like the warmth of the skin does bring out the ambergris and that like more complex synthetic part of the fragrance, which is what I really enjoy. I got a little bit out of it. But absolutely not enough to deal with a raging migraine every single day to get, you know, that yep. five minutes of guilty pleasure. You're right. The next day I pulled my jumper out of the wash, forgetting why I put it in the wash. And I was like, oh, I don't like it because I have a nose like a bloodhound and it's tuned into it, but I can tolerate mm. it from a distance after 24 hours of quarantine. Yeah. I think that it might be something that no, I was going to say it might be all right on someone else, but not not okay on us. But I don't think so. I wouldn't work with them in a close proximity. <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely uh, not. Now tell us about sweet. Yeah, so sweet says a sweet memory of simpler times when living in the present came naturally with ease. Sweet is an addictive blend of juicy pear, cozy ambrette, playful marshmallow, and the luxe underpinnings of a natural orus. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say orifice just to fuck with you, but I won't. Uh, sweet is inspired by the E.E. E. Cummings poem in the time of daffodils. Anyway, the note profile is top notes of pear, ambrette, and bergamot. Bergamot? 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 Uh, mid notes of violet, orris, and heliotrope, and the dry notes of marshmallow, white amber, and cashmere. Okay. So hearing sweet, the name didn't get me. Whatever that description was, I mean, that didn't draw me in. But I heard ambrette. I heard violet. 
I heard heliotrope, which I have no idea what it is, but it sounds synthetic. So I was like, hey, now. White amber. <laughs> and white amber, do. yeah. And cashmere. Yeah. Always love cashmere. I want to smell like cashmere. Mm. And it smells like flower it smells like It smells like flower bomb. It smells like Victor and Rolf perfume, which is fine if that's what you're into, but it's way too sweet for me. Flower bomb, I haven't, like, smelt other people that wear it and be like, oh, God, that's disgusting. I think just the thing is, like, it's not Ellis Brooklyn. Ellis Brooklyn's, like, cool, edgy, something different, and this just smells like someone spritzed it on you, like, without your consent in David Jones. <laughs> yes, that is perfect. Yeah, I think that if you if you like Flower Bomb or if you like a Victor and Rolf perfume or even if you like uh, – um, Ellie Saab or like a Gucci Guilty vibe I think that you might like sweet I think if you're looking to you know if you like those perfumes but you're like oh they're just a bit too generic and everybody has them buy sweet you'll probably love it it's just not for me if you have a guilty pleasure for loving Britney Spears curious or fantasy oh fantasy fantasy not curious fantasy it is it's fantasy I think curious is actually a level better than this <laughs> oh I agree Curious is even better than salt, I would say. <laughs> it absolutely is. If you like uh, fantasy but you want to not shop from Chemist Warehouse and classy it up, <laughs> buy this. Also, both of them come in the 10 mil, which thank God is what we bought. Thank I Christ. set my money on fire because I'm just so <laughs> unhappy. <sighs> oh, that was good. Good prime trial this week. We like to give you both sides of the story, but this is just pure disappointment. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, let's move on to happier times and talk about a second product trial because we've deprived you of a lot of product trials in the past, so let's do two. Also, you've already semi-been spoiled on our thoughts on this, so it's it's only if you didn't catch it on Instagram, really, that this will be news to you. Exactly. This is covering news from last week and all of our stories from this week. And also it's a half favorite from me because it would be a favorite, except we've talked about it too much. So I'll pick another favorite. Okay. Uh, the GHD Rise, we both tried it this week. And just to clarify, we didn't break the law. Alex very kindly had a bag of dog food to donate to my rescue. So I went to go and pick it up because Dogs are essential services. Thank you very much. And I waited in the car while I chucked my GHD rise at her and she chucked her kibble at me and tried it. (laughs) Yeah. What did you think? Please tell us your thoughts. I think that if you've got straight hair, it is a game changer because it sits – I think people look at it and they think, I could do that with a curler, but it's different to like Mm. a mild – a mild curl with a curler. It gives a straight hair the look of what a blow wave would do, except what you can do on a straight hair is let your hair air dry or rough dry it and then take the rise and in about 15 minutes give your hair like aeration and volume and body that would take you an hour and arm cramps to do with a hair dryer and a round brush. Yeah. So I just think it's like an absolute game changer for me because it I don't have to curl my hair because curls on my length hair look really shit like I can do bendy sort of straightener curls to make it messy and I can do like straight but I can't do like a barrel tong curl because it's like 
you know, I get like one and a half curls and I look like an idiot. So it just gives you like movement to your hair without repping like messy hair. Do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. I feel my thoughts are exactly the same in that it's like it will give you a, it gives you a tussled look really. Yeah. It makes you look rich is the only way I keep describing it, but it just looks polished. Yeah, and we had lots of people say, like, isn't this just a curler or isn't this just something that you could do with a straightener? And probably, yes, if you have many a skill in that department, I would say you might be able to do this with either of those tools. But I think that where it would find a place in my life would be that every day to style my hair because it's I've got weird curly a weird curly hair situation that happens to reset every night. (laughs) And so I have to straighten my hair again every morning or after I have a shower, this would give me a vibe that isn't straighten a hair vibe. Like if I don't want my hair to be dead straight and I want it to look naturally done, like, Oh, she's just got such natural, beautiful waves. Her hair has so much movement. This Mm -hmm. is what you would get that for. The other thing I'll say about it is as Alex said in our stories, she was sort of convincing, like convincing. She was sort of expecting like hot air to come out of it because it looks similar to the Dyson air wrap kind of tool. It's it's not. It doesn't dry your hair. Someone else messaged me like, can I use it on damp hair? I'm like, hell no. You'll singe your hair. It's a styling mm. tool. It's not like a, a drying tool. So if you've got fuzzy hair that needs like a blow dry before you style it, I feel like Dyson Airwrap is for you. But if you don't have hair texture that needs managing before you style it, now I'm like, why would I ever even be tempted by a Dyson? Because this is all I need, really, like as a styling tool. And then Armadale Hair Live goes to us, I'm buying it. And we're like, no, Armadale Hair Live, you don't need to. You've already got the Dyson and you love the Dyson on your very curly, textured, very thick hair. And she goes, no, I love the Dyson but this can do my like day two, day three zhuzh up of the Dyson. Mm. So so really there isn't a person who this isn't suitable for unless you're a hair wizard, in which case be gone with your skills. Exactly. <laughs> we don't and need if you, you. If you enjoy taking an hour to round brush blow dry your hair, all the goodness in the world to you, but I don't have <laughs> all the upper body strength to do that. So true. And thanks also to everyone who told me that I was unco. I really appreciate your kind words. Uh, I'm aware. <laughs> this it's is why. time using the tool. You've got to figure out whether you want to have your arm cross your body at the front, whether you go around the back, whether you switch hands, which way you go, whether you take it under the hair or over the hair. I wouldn't want anyone watching me do it for the first time. I wouldn't want anyone watching me do my hair any day. Correct. Also, I was still befuddled by the fact that it wasn't making a noise because I was expecting it to blow air. <laughs> I think it's actually like I think it's good value for for the money. It's not it's not good value in that like if you've got a straightener and a hairdryer and a curler, you probably don't need another tool. But also, it does something that none of those tools do. Yeah, I'm not sure I'll buy it. I have two curlers, a straightener, and a really expensive hairdryer, so I think I'm probably at my limit. But like, if one of them breaks, <laughs> this will be next. There you go. Dang, these products are so good. What was your beauty fave this week? I've really struggled to have one this week. I'm really sorry. Okay. I just, I, I actually can't. There's, there's nothing that I can tell you that I've used that you'll be like, that's fun and new. I All I'll be like is Juno or Retinol or 
my Dr. Jones Gross face wash or the same makeup products I wear every day. Nothing new came into my rotation. I spent all week waiting for my haul, which we're going to talk about in our mini app. Yeah. What was really yours? Um, mine was the GHD Rise, lol, and also a product that I have now given to you to try. So like Soz, I'm going to talk about it and it's probably going to be a product trial. My favourite this week is the Paula's Choice, it's in their Resist line, the Daily Smoothing Treatment 5% AHA. It's an exfoliating treatment uh, that contains glycolic acid and uh, I don't want to say it because Good Jeans is so much better, but this almost gives me the results the next morning of what Good Jeans does in that I feel... Like when I put my hand over my face, it just slides off. It's so soft and it feels hydrated. That's a big call to say that this is anything like good jeans. It's not anything like good jeans in that it's a completely different acid. However, it's a serum that contains a high percentage of acid that gives you nice, slippy, glowy, hydrated skin the next day. So therefore, it is in the realm of good jeans. It's a poor man's good jeans except... It's not a poor man's good jeans because it's sort of just good in its own right at a different price point and a different ingredient thing. So it contains a lot of glycolic, I think 5% glycolic. It has ceramides. It has a little bit of salicylic. It's got some fruit extracts. It's just, it's really nice. Like it's really nice and it's a good price point. Um, It'd be something like if you liked good jeans, but you also like to switch up your acids, but you like your acid step in a in a serum rather than like a peel pad or something, I would definitely add this into your routine. It's really lovely. And the one thing I want to say about it is give it a sniff, Alex. It smells. I fucking love the smell of it. Is it like whiz fizz or something? It smells like sweets, but Paula doesn't add any fragrance. So it must be like the melon fruit or something. Yeah, the enzymes. It definitely smells melony. I think you've hit the nail on the head there. It's just a, oh, so yummy. And I mean, good jeans smells a little bit like um, a pissy train underpass. Oh my goodness, I'm so offended. Good jeans smells delicious, like lemongrass. It does Yum. smell like lemongrass, but with undertones of stale piss. And this <laughs> smells like lemon whiz fizz. So it yeah. wins in that department. Yeah, it does smell like a citrus delight. It's really good. I want you to try um, it and let me know. I have used it twice, but I'm not at a point yet where I can formulate a review. I also wanted to link this, uh, you know, Lincoln Bridge to your <laughs> to your non-beauty fave because this is in my moods blue in colour. Do you reckon? Do you want to talk to us about your non-beauty fave? A hundred percent, I reckon. Maybe. It's just got a slight more sky blue. But yes, great Lincoln Bridge. Insert sound grab now. Actually, it's not a helmet. It's a hairnet. It has extra room so you don't mess up your hairdo. My <laughs> non-beauty favourite is my In My Moods jumper. So my dear friend Jackie Alexander has launched a brand. Friend with, of the pod. Yeah, great friend of the pod. She's got tote bags at the moment and jumpers. They are so soft. They're nice and thick but they're not like sweaty they're like a gourmet school jumper they're beautiful and the color is just so nice it's like a very bright royal blue and it actually is very complimentary on most skin tones and every time I wear it like oh. my mom was like oh I like that color and then I zoomed my sister and she was like oh I like that color like random people that don't care about clothes have commented on it it's super soft and 
as always, I put it in the wash and when it came out, I noticed it was covered in grease stains because apparently I've like poured canola oil down myself while wearing it. <laughs> did you find out whether that was from your washing machine or whether you did actually pour canola oil down your front? So I've been thinking about it and I'm like, why does everything come out of the washing machine with grease stains, but I don't notice them when I'm wearing them? I think the color hmm. was disguising this and I think it must be me and not the washing machine because if it was the washing machine, wouldn't it be happening on the back too? Oh, yeah, that's a that's a really good shout. <laughs> it only happens where I can either splatter food while cooking or drop food out of my mouth. <laughs> So I think it's all me, which is so – I'm going to have to whip out the exit soap and then it's going to drain the colour like I did on my assembly one. So on my assembly label top now I have bleach spots and grease stains in addition to the, you know, the nice $120 jumper that I bought. So, um, yeah, that's good. Um, But I really love the jumper. Brenton got it too. They're just so cosy. I've ordered a tie-dye one. I can't be stopped. You know what? Support small businesses, support women, support friends, and it's lovely. My other non-beauty fave is Cert Party, which is a show that's on Netflix. I have a dear friend, Perry. Sometimes he listens to this podcast, so hello, Perry, if you're watching. And he's one of Hi, those Perry. People, he's one of those people that, like, whatever he recommends, I really trust. And so, like, once a year I'll be like, Perry, like, what should I watch on TV? I did it the other day. And he said that I should watch Search Party. And I would describe uh-huh. it as, I'm only like three episodes in, but I would describe it as how to get away with murder meets Broad City. So there's Ooh. like weird, it's not as funny as Broad City, nothing beats Broad City, but there's like weird eccentric New York personality types that are kind of funny and then you watch shit and it's really cringe at the same time with a little bit of like murder mystery vibe. Okay. That sounds interesting. Did you yeah. finish your other show already? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It was really good. I'm really enjoying watching TV. I know watching TV isn't a personality type, but, like, I really used to love binging TV and then I just got into a stage where I only watched The Office or Parks and Rec on repeat. And I'm I'm kind of trying to get out of that now. And also, all TV is going to stop, right, because no one can, like, record anything at the moment. So... I'm trying to, like, find new things and, like, go back through things that I missed when they were cool and I sort of missed that boat because I feel like I'm going to have to be watching Mm. old stuff for a while now. That's a good call. It's a good opportunity to relive the classics. I said to Adrian that we were going to start doing that with old movies and, look, we we watched one or two and I'm just not a real movie person. (laughs) Thank you. But it's a good time. You know how on that little off-menu sheet that we did how it said, like, what food would you not have? Mm. I had a much harder time deciding what food I wouldn't have. But if you could tell me, like, what activity I don't want to do, I don't want to watch a movie. Never. Unless I did have a hankering to watch Ice Age the other night. It's just Ice Age for me is a classic and I love it and I love Sid and I was – I don't know why, but I said Fire King and then I was like, oh, yeah, I could go some Ice Age. I see. I'm not Ice Age. I will only watch a movie if it's reruns of Harry Potter or once every two years I might concede to watching Monsters, Inc. <laughs> I've, I've out-watched Monsters, Inc. I know the full script, so I can't watch that anymore. It's like Shrek. I just love the angry chick that's always like, Mike was asking. <laughs> you haven't filed your paperwork. 
<laughs> yes. Yeah. Her energy is me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Okay, my non-beauty fave, I'll just I'll intro myself. Uh, is Morning Wars, a.k.a. The Morning Show, if you live in America. It's on Apple TV. It's the show with Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon and Steve Carell, and I'm really late to the party. I acknowledge this, but I had to buy a terabyte worth of data. In fact, I think I had to buy two terabytes worth of data because storage for my iCloud because my phone told me that I hadn't backed it up in 200 days, and then I got stressed, and so then I spent $16 a month on storage, and then I got free Apple TV Plus for a year. That's good. And I want to start by complaining about Apple TV Plus. It is the worst fucking streaming platform I've ever used in my whole entire life. Apple, get your shit together. The computer app sucks. The browser experience sucks. Every time you finish an episode, you have to click back and then you have to scroll across to the number of episodes that you're up to, and then you have to Click on it, not once, but probably twice because it never works the first time. And then it, the episode appears in full screen every time when I'm always doing more than one thing on my laptop. Anyway, the rage was almost I, enough to stop me. Fair, fair. I don't want to poop your party. But isn't it called Apple TV for a reason? Because don't you use it with your Apple TV on the TV? Because I've watched it on the TV and I didn't, didn't notice any of those issues. Great question, Lisa. I was talking to someone at work about this exact issue earlier this week and, in fact, also last week, and she said that the Apple TV experience is also poor. The only place that I found it to be suitable is on an iPad. iPad. Yeah, I have actually watched it on the iPad as well. Um, I started Morning Wars because why would I start Morning Wars? One, everyone talks about it. Two, I want Steve to buy Carell. Steve Carell. <laughs> <laughs> And um, I, I, I liked it. We liked it. I don't know what happened. We, like, got into another show and we haven't finished it. And when shit like that happens and you half watch a good show, it's so hard to get back into it. But I will definitely try and get back into it. I like that there's a number of storylines going on at once. It keeps my yes. uh, my mind entertained because that's the reason I don't like movies. I tune out too quickly. So there's lots of things going on. And mm. in addition to that, I like that they tie it into – current world events as much as they possibly can they've like referenced the me too movement they've referenced the california bushfires they are apparently redoing parts of the next season to include like coronavirus things that are happening like i like that they keep it fresh Mm -hmm. and it's very of the now um but other than that great actors actresses act act i whatever we call them as the gender neutral term um i believe it's cacti <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's good and I like it. And I've also been reading Phosphorescence, uh, yeah. which is a book from Julia Baird. And I believe that's a note it's in um, Ellis Brooklyn suite. Phosphorescence. <laughs> Heliotropin. <laughs> phosphorescence. <laughs> Don't they sound like the same kind of thing? No? Okay, never mind. Kind of. You'll hate it. It's a very not Lisa book. It's kind of another one similar to Untamed by Glennon Doyle. So if you liked that recommendation, please pick up this book as well it's about slowing down finding awe getting back into nature and the fact that if we don't experience awe and wonder and like get impressed by the world around us then that stops us from being grounded because we need to like sometimes just feel like small and not like we own the shit and anyway it's a good thought provoker and she talks a lot about ocean animals and i really love ocean animals cool (laughs) 
<laughs> Why are we friends? I just don't know. We're so the same, but we're so different. <laughs> um, That's what makes it perfect for a podcast. Exactly. What I was going to say is, did you ever watch The Newsroom? Ooh, which one was that? I don't know. It, it had that, I can't describe, it had that guy with the white hair and it was very popular. <laughs> I don't think his hair is white. I think I've got Leslie Nielsen in my head and not the guy from the fucking newsroom. Anyway, The Newsroom was, you know, it was one of those shows that everyone was binge watching at some point in time. I think it was like while I was at uni, it was that sort of time in my life. The mm. Morning Wars or Morning Show, whatever it is, very similar, like the way it's shot and like the way it covers current events, etc. Uh, to the newsroom. So if you mm. like the newsroom and you haven't been under a rock for a really long time and you haven't seen Morning Wars yet, then you should. Okay, that's a good recommendation. I really think that Olivia Munn is beautiful as well and she's in the newsroom. So maybe I'll enjoy it because she's beautiful. That's why Brenton loves it. <laughs> Brenton, I have the same taste. That's good. You both like me. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say that's a bit sick. <laughs> Just hook it to my veins. Let's finish this off with a snack of the week. What's your snack? My snack this week is, do you remember a few weeks ago you bought that gluten-free pasta and it's like the tubes, it's Tubi gluten-free yeah. pasta. I literally almost Not- made it my, my um, snack of the week. It's rigatoni, right? Yeah, I don't know. Probably. Yeah, it's probably. It's a uh, bit shorter in length than what I would classify as a rigatoni, but I think it's a rigatoni. I totally agree. It's shorter in length, but I love that about it. And Mm -hmm. it's one of the best gluten-free pastas I think I've ever eaten. And in addition to that, it comes in a really big bag, unlike Mm -hmm. the Casolare gluten-free pasta, which, I mean, it says three servers, but let's be real. It's only, yeah, it's it's two on a good day. So this big bag has given me three serves, which is wonderful. And I've been eating it with ham and cheese (laughs) and lots of salt and pepper. Sick day pasta. Can you please mention the brand? Because I've forgotten the brand. I've finished the packet. Oh, fuck. I'll pick up the laptop and we'll walk to the kitchen together. Right, well, it's your snack of the week. I'll talk while you walk. Uh, where did you <laughs> buy it from? Did you buy it from Jeffrey's Provadore, the fancy supermarket? I wish. I bought it from Whole Food Merchants. <gasps> oh, you went to Whole Food Merchants and you didn't? Oh, my God. Alex, you were supposed to save your Whole Food Merchants trip for a time when we accidentally bumped into each other in the car park. <laughs> I'll do another one. We're allowed to travel for for goods that we need to eat. The brand is Madea. Madea. Yeah, Madea. Madea. M a i d e a, and it is a pasta senza glutine, meaning no gluten, and. <laughs> Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> it's very Italian. The whole packaging is very Italian. <laughs> I'm like reading the packaging in my head because it's all in like cursive as well. So not only yeah. you know the language, you don't know the letters. Also, it's annoying because it's got two fonts. So the first font is the Italian font. And the second font, you think this will be the English one. And then it tricks you and it's Italian again. And you're like, fuck, I thought I was reading English. Anyway, I absolutely second her notion. It's very good. The best thing about it is that it doesn't fall apart very quickly. Like you can cook it for a pretty decent amount of time and it holds its shape. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's also 
emulsifier and like additive free. So yes, please for me. Um, And they say that it's very slowly air dried. And I wonder whether that's why it doesn't fall apart. I don't know. It's great though. It's so good. It's got good texture. It stays al dente. Mm. Last week was a block podcast. This week is a gluten-free rigatoni podcast. My snack of the week is a shit one, but I've eaten a lot of good things this week. But I'd say the highlight of my snack week is the world's juiciest, sweetest with a little bit of sour pineapple. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, yuck. How can you eat that? Oh, what? Do you know Isn't pineapple? pineapple a FODMAP? No. No, it gives me the most intense blood sugar issues ever. That's dramatic. Pineapple is nature's candy. It puts absolute holes, like bleeding holes into my tongue, but I still enjoy it. (laughs) It's sweet. It's like hydrating. It's delicious. You can cut it up and store it in the fridge and it holds well for like a week, not like other fruit that goes fucking shit and smushy because they're inferior fruits. And it contains digestive enzymes, so it helps you poop. It ticks all the boxes. Yeah. I don't hate pineapple. I just find that it, when I eat it fresh in chunks, it, yeah, it gives makes me want to faint. <laughs> That's so odd. Anyway, this week I've eaten a lot of pineapple, followed by salt Yum. and vinegar chips, and then at some point oh. I actually just lost my tongue completely. Yeah. Did your mouth bleed this week? I can't resist. It's worth it. I put my body on the line for it. <laughs> Good to know. Chrissy um, Teigen has been addicted to sour. Have you, did you see that post? She's addicted to the sour gummies or sour patch kids or something in her pregnancy. And then she posted, she was like, I have to stop. My tongue like is literally <laughs> dense in it. And I was like, preach, Chrissy. I've got so many pineapple tongue. <laughs> it's such a vibe that I feel so often. So, yeah, I can relate to that. Is this a very long episode? Should we wrap this up? Yeah, I think we probably need to wrap it up at at holy tongue point. I think we've gone too far. (laughs) In a good turn of events, we're going to be really chaotic for our mini app this week because we're already there and we're about to record it. Yes, I can't wait. I'm actually so excited. I feel like I've been very peppy a couple of episodes in a row. Normally I'm like Eeyore, but today I'm like Tigger. (laughs) What is that? Are you unwell? <laughs> oh my god! Works one eight till four shift and feels like you've got the world in a fucking world's my oyster. I can't get any analogy wrong. <laughs> the world's at your oyster. And with that note, enjoy your Monday and enjoy your week, everyone. Enjoy your world of oysters. Bye. Bye. See you Wednesday. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. 
For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.